It's 98.9 WCLZ, and we're joined with a special guest today. I was totally fascinated by the story, of, and I can't believe it's already been six years um, since it first unfolded, but completely fascinated, and I think a lot of Mainers up here know the story already of Geraldine Largay, who went missing on the Appalachian Trail. And we've got Dee Dauphiny, who just uh, released the book called When You Find My Body, which is the disappearance of Geraldine Largay on the Appalachian Trail. Dee, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. So I have to first say, because it is summer in Maine, so there could be people up here that might not be familiar with the story. Can you give us a, kind of a general, um, uh, the general story of, of what this book is about? Uh, sure. Geraldine Lager was a 66-year-old, recently retired nurse, uh, living most recently in Atlanta, but raised her family and lived most of the time in, in the Nashville area. And when she retired, she had a couple of things on a bucket list, and one was to hike the Appalachian Trail. And she did uh, attempt it in 2013, and she hiked a flip-flop hike, which you start in Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, traditionally hike north, and then will take some kind of transportation back when after you summit Katahdin, and then hike the rest of the trail from Harpers Ferry south, and that extends your season, especially if you're a little older or a little slower. And uh, when she got to Maine after about 990 miles or so, she stepped off the, bath to, uh, the trail to go to the bathroom, and uh, she got turned around, got lost, and it was such tough terrain they couldn't find her, and um, she died a few weeks later. So when people think about the Appalachian Trail, obviously it's so well-groomed and, and so well-kept. Can you try to paint a picture for us on how easy it is still to get lost? Well, you know, once you step off the trail, um, nothing is marked. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's really, really tough terrain in western Maine. Um, Myron Avery, one of the guys that actually built the Appalachian Trail, uh, wrote about it in 1937, how difficult the trail is and how much true wilderness it is in western Maine. And it still is, although it's been cut over the century, you know, the last half century at least. Uh, it's grown in so thick that sometimes you can't see somebody six feet in front of you or hear somebody yelling or blowing a whistle from 60 yards away. It's, it's it's really thick woods, and so it's easy to get disoriented. We've got Dee Dauphiny on the line who wrote this uh, latest book called When You Find My Body. It's about the disappearance of Geraldine Largan on the Appalachian Trail. Why did you decide to write this book? Well, I didn't want to write it. I was uh, knee-deep in a novel that I've been trying to write for a while and keep putting off, and um, I had my agents called, and uh, I had about two dozen uh, people contact me that know my writing or know me, and said, so, she got to write her story um, so that she doesn't just become a statistic. And I didn't want to do it, and I finally said, all right, I'll, I'll look at it. I took a month to do some preliminary research, and, and then I found, in that month, I found that she was a lovely, gregarious person and kind of a neat person, and that beyond um, the obvious lessons of, you know, Mary carrying a map and compasser or just staying within, I say, the trail, little lessons like that, there were some big ones. And I thought, well, those big lessons might be life-changing for someone, so I decided to write it. And where, I, 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 when I finish the book, it definitely becomes clear you have to have a map, you have to have a compass when you're going out in the woods, no matter what you're doing, but obviously knowing how to learn, you know, how to actually use those things. Do you have any right. tips for people of where to go, what to do to get the skills needed before they go out into the trails? Yeah, sure. You know, a lot. the thing about map and compass is you don't have to, make it too complicated. You can learn some rudimentary skills enough to get you uh, reoriented or back to your starting point or close to it or even just out of trouble pretty easily. Um, you don't have to take 
long and elaborate courses. People think it's difficult, like learning how to fly fish, and it's not. Um, REI gives a couple of great courses. I'm sure L.O. Bean does, too. Uh, you can go on online and have your map and the compass in front of you. Take this online course uh, that takes, like, 24 minutes, and you can learn the skills to get yourself out of the woods. So there's really no excuse not to do it. And one of the other things that's interesting, and it reminds me of like, you know, being on the water up here is everybody has a life preserver, but people don't wear them. And like yeah. with this, this GPS um, tracker as well, can you explain that part of this story? Well, sure. She, you know, there's a lot of different global positioning system, personal beacon, uh, lo- personal beacon locators that are available. And some of them aren't very expensive. Some of them have uh, monthly fees that you act, you, you can pay that month that you're going to be out in the woods activate it and some don't have monthly fees and um, it sends you know you hit that distress signal and you you sign up ahead of time when before you go in the woods with your beacon and some software and it sends a signal tip off into Florida that alerts everybody in, in within a certain mile a radius of that uh, when the beacon goes off and it's a SOS signal and it alerts authorities and, uh, and all these other different um, factions that can come in and kind of try to help you. Um, Jerry did carry buy one of those, but she didn't carry one because the Appalachian Trail culture dictates that you don't need it. It's just extra weight, even if it's only ounces. Um, you don't really the trail's too well marked. Um, if she had the beacon, she'd have been fine. But uh, one of the hikers that she hiked with from Vancouver, Diane Cook, she uh, offered to help. Uh, set it up for them, and they said, nah, everybody tells us we don't need it, so they left it in their car. Speaking with Dee Dauphiny, the author of the book, When You Find My Body, The Disappearance of Geraldine Largay on the Appalachian Trail. And uh, Dee, are you originally from Maine? I grew up in Bangor, yeah. I've grown up in Bangor. I've lived all over the place. I lived in Peru and Wyoming and uh, Arizona and uh, all different places, uh, and uh, even Europe for two summers in a row. Um, but uh, you never lose the uh, the lore of living in Maine. So I came back and raised my kids here. Well, I, the reason I ask that is because there is like there's this main politeness to this book where you don't like dig into the family, you don't publicize the journals. Like you do a great job of telling us what happened and talking to the people that you could talk to without making it seem like you were doing this. Um, I don't know what to call it, like a 2020 piece where you're digging into these people's lives, which I thought was really refreshing. That's very astute of you. You're the first interviewer that picked up on that. Um, I That is kind of a main thing. It's like, I don't know if it's a main-centric thing, <laughs> but uh, it's it's absolutely true. Maybe it's like a mainer to, to, to ask me that. Um, I, I contacted the family before writing the book. I said, if you have any objections, I won't write the book. But I, don't, I have more than enough information uh, and material that I don't need to uh, rake you guys over the coals again or anything like that. Because they had reached out to the media um, a lot during the search, um, trying to get help, trying to any little tidbit of information they could find and help uh, the wardens uh, piece together that puzzle. And I think they got burned out on it and beat up a little bit by so much time with the media. And so I, don't, I knew I didn't need that. And if you've read the books, you know I didn't. And um, and that is something that I thought about, but you're the first person that picked up on that. And the other thing I think Mainers will be super interested in is that you do get to talk to Don Fendler. Yeah. And so, and it was at a, it was at a, a crucial moment. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, uh, yeah, me neither. Um, I felt it's 
quite an honor for me. It probably should have been somebody else who knew him better or something, but uh, I contacted him, and he invited me down to his place in uh, near Newport. And um, we sat on his porch and drank tea and ate molasses cookies, two things <laughs> I can't stand. Uh, but I choked him down, and we talked about his story, and we talked about Jerry's story. And, um, you know, when I got done, he, had, he, he was such a, a cool guy. He had these steely blue eyes and um, no wasted movements, no wasted words, you know. And and when I got done, I said, yeah, that's a lot of information to, to digest. I said, it was a Thursday, I think it was a Thursday night. And I said, if I get, um, have any more questions, would you mind if I talk one more time if I need to? And he said, sure. Why don't you call me on Monday uh, and let me know because I leave the following Wednesday. Um, like call me in three days, four days, and then I leave next Wednesday to go back to Pennsylvania for the winter. And um, I thanked him and laughed. And, and unfortunately, I was going to call him. I had two more questions. And uh, but unfortunately, around one o'clock in the morning on Monday, he passed away, and that was um, very sad. And I feel I may have been the last person that he was packing at the time. So I don't know if he saw anybody else since by Monday morning, but I was at least the last person to interview him, I believe, and it's quite an honor. Uh, I, I just loved the book. I've been so fascinated with the Appalachian Trail and, and was really fascinated with this story in particular because I remember it happening, and I remember the two years passing, and every now and again you'd hear another story that would pop up. Oh, they think they found her, or maybe this could be her, or anything like that, and it just never came until finally two years later. So I really love the book. D. Dauphiny uh, wrote it, When You Find My Body, The Disappearance of Geraldine Largay on the Appalachian Trail. D. thanks for doing this. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it.